Welcome to Crazy Simple. I'm your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. And we're two therapists in Texas. Life is complicated. We're here to try to make it a bit more simple because sometimes the solution to our problems is crazy simple. So relax, have a laugh, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Crazy Simple. I am your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. And welcome to the week before Feast Week. What do you do at Thanksgiving, Lori? Do you do you go into a turkey coma or do you do you eat healthy? It it's a little bit of a mix. Uh, I do actually put vegetables on the platter. Now, how the vegetables are prepared, that may not be in the healthiest manner. Uh, but there, there's a variety of things on the platter. But I get my, you know, obligatory turkey on there. Uh, I'm more of the dessert person. I am grateful for desserts. Yeah, I'm more of a let's see how many deviled eggs I can eat kind of person um, before anybody else is allowed to touch the deviled eggs tray because that's like my favorite. Uh, so I like sneak them in before we get to the house with the deviled eggs. I'll even bring like even though I'm not supposed to bring deviled eggs, I'll bring extra deviled eggs just to make sure. And, you know, I'm not really a huge turkey fan. This goes back to some of my childhood trauma when I walked in on my mom stuffing a turkey. Uh, in the kitchen, which was just gross. And so for a long time, like I would not eat turkey. I'll eat it now, but it's really still not my favorite. So I'm much more of like a honey, honey glazed ham kind of guy. So I love, I love to just pour honey all over the ham and just eat that mostly with deviled eggs. Now, are, are you slipping the deviled eggs into your pocket for later just in oh, case? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put like plastic bags in my pocket so I could just like, you know. No, that's, that would be crazy. No, um, no but um, I do like a good turkey sandwich though on Friday, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. So that, that definitely can work. Yeah, having leftovers for the next several days. Um, yeah, it's economic goal. I mean, it's, you know, save money. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next week is Feast Week. You should definitely join us for our awesome uh, episode next week on gratitude and thankfulness, because we seem to go from what uh, what you what you call it, Lori, from give me candy to give me presents. We kind of forget yes. about the, forget about what we're grateful for. Yes, the with the the retail world. And I'm not faulting retail because I have over 10 years of retail experience. So I get it. I come from a retail family. I've got it in my blood, but it, it just made me wonder if like we go from this commercialism of Halloween, which is the second biggest holiday for decorating and spinning and stuff, skip over Thanksgiving altogether. And then we jump into Christmas and just psychologically, what is that really doing to us? Yeah, so we're going to get into that next week, so please join us there. Um, in the meantime, though, some interesting uh, news just came out of the American Counseling Association. Um, I don't know, you'll probably believe this, Lori, but maybe maybe our listeners won't. An, ar- an article, uh, or a study rather, was just published last month, in fact, in October, uh, that says that despite 
despite having technology that helps us stay connected, I use the air quotes, people are feeling more disconnected than ever. In fact, the U.S. Surgeon General says loneliness, which affects about half of U.S. adults, half, half, half. So probably nobody in Texas, but the rest of the country, (laughs) the rest of the country is dealing with is a public health epidemic. The U.S. the U.S. Surgeon General just called loneliness a U.S. public health epidemic. Uh, so I don't know. Thoughts on that? Uh, surprised at the fifty percent part. I knew it'd be high. I wasn't quite expecting half of the country, but it, yeah, we are a more detached society. I mean, it's the great irony with technology is we're technically more connected or more easily accessible than at any other point in history, but we're psychologically, we're emotionally more disconnected than ever from actual real person-to-person contact. We're, we're very connected with the device itself, but I don't know if you've seen it in practicing, but things like social anxiety really have ramped up over the decade plus since we've we've made this technological shift. Absolutely. And you know what what gets me is um <clears throat> this whole like connected to the device thing that you just mentioned. Uh there was um uh the business uh, the Brussels the Brussels Times released this article last year that said uh, or this yeah this news article last year that said we we interact with our smartphones on average 2600 times per day right yeah wow wow yeah. 2600 times per day i mean that seems bananas to me bananas to me so what's the crazy simple solution no more phones <laughs> we just get rid of phones. Well, um, th- that would be on the crazy side of the equation. I'm not sure about the simple part, but m- maybe maybe something in the middle there of that we maybe put timers on our technology and maybe we create some kind of basket that when you're seated at dinner with your family or friends that you put your phones in it. So there's less of that distraction of, you know, needing to go grab and look at, which just as a note, when you're sitting at dinner with someone and your head is down, that's rather disrespectful. Now, it's one thing if you're looking up for some, looking something up like, oh, there's a date and I need to tell you about this. But most people aren't doing that. And again, I think it goes to, we don't know how to socialize anymore. So maybe we need to like go old school. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think it is about the, is it the overconnectivity that we have that we now take it for granted? And so we're no longer intentional with the relationships. I think there's an aspect of that. I thought that there's an interesting it was short term shift when COVID hit and we were all locked in and we only had screens to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so there's a small little period of time after we got out of lockdown and obviously some parts of the country more adversely affected by it than others, that we had this appreciation of like humans. Oh my gosh, there, 
right in front of me can touch them and share their space. And I was really hoping it would last much longer than what it actually did. So loneliness, loneliness is a problem. If you are struggling with loneliness, what should you do? What do you think? Well, one, I think it's a step back and you got to assess what are the decisions you're making in your daily life that are either contributing to it or maybe helping you move on the path to not being as lonely. And if you are touching your screen or whatever technology, you know, 2000 plus times a day, I would say that would be the first part of changing your habits Mm. and would encourage individuals to really set those timers on their technology. And if they go, well, I'm, I'm new to this city, I just moved here, or I'm quiet, I'm shy, I'm introvert, I don't know how to make friends, then one, I mean, maybe that's where counseling or talking to a coach can help you with some of those social skills. But we are in the time of year where you can volunteer. Like it's the most awesome way to get to meet people and get warm fuzzies and give back to the community. I think that's great. Uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do right now, and I haven't really like rolled this plan out yet. I'm still kind of you know baking it. Uh, but um, I want to try to not interact with my phone for the first. Well, no, not forever. You know, okay. not forever. I did try that. I did try that. It <laughs> crashed and burned terribly. Uh, but um, uh, for the first two hours of my day, and the last two hours of my day. So basically, from like eight to eight. Right. Like, so phone time from eight to eight after eight, no, no phone before eight, no phone. Um, you know, assuming that I'm not like out at dinner or something, right? Like like eight o'clock, I throw my phone across the restaurant, you know, no more phone. Um, but, uh, but when practical, just, uh, not grab my phone. The first thing I do in the morning, maybe if possible, not even have it in my room. That would be nice. Um, you know, but, uh, uh, and then, and then for the last couple hours, like just not touch it. Like, what what email or text message or tweet or phone call am I going to get after eight o'clock that needs my attention? You know. Um, now, yeah, I mean, you know, there's the whole like, well, what if my kid is having an emergency? You know, that kind of stuff. I mean, my kid's sick, so if they're having an emergency right now, like that's a problem because, like, why are they not home? Like, why are they out wandering the street? You know. Um, but you might have a teenager and so that might be a little bit more of a challenge for you, or maybe you have a sick mom or something like that. So I don't know, maybe we, we, we get those two way pagers, you know, <laughs> you can just say page me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or maybe there's some setting in your phone where you can put it on the other side of the room and, you know, if there's an emergency, it can, you know, alert you or something, but I don't know. That's an idea I've been kind of messing around with. What do you think? Lori? No, I, I like that. And I, I, and I am not technologically savvy, but it would be great if there were a setting that for people you look, you list in your phone as the really, really important contacts that their messages get through or their phone calls get through, but everyone else is silenced during a certain block of time. I think there is a way to do that. I'm not really sure. Um, if you're, if you're like, I don't know, like 15 and you're listening to this and you know how to use an iPhone, just let us know what the settings are, please. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Or Android. Um, yeah, or Android. Yeah, sorry. I know Lori likes Android. I'm I'm an iPhone guy, so sorry. Um, 
but yeah, I think there are settings for that in point of fact. So that'd be good. Uh, but, um, so that's kind of the technology side of it. So I like this idea of boundaries, um, with technology, uh, a, a cognitive sort of reset of like how we're going to approach technology, rethinking our relationship with this tool, rethinking the tool's purpose, and then what it's doing with us. But what I really think has happened is we, over the last several decades, um, that technology has kind of been on the rise, have slowly lost the ability to have, you know, interpersonal conflict, uh, intrapersonal conflict. Um, we, we've slowly kind of you know, it's too easy to ghost, right? Like it's too easy just mm-hmm. to block a number now and just not respond. Uh, and that we, we've started to gravitate towards technology as this kind of like just this, uh, you know, uh, duvet, right? This like full warm blanket that's just fine. It's going to take care of us. Uh, but um, because of that, we've stopped being intentional with how we interact with people because everybody is conveniently available 24 seven. Um, so we, we no longer like, like I would like, when is the last time that you texted somebody just to say, Hey, I appreciate you and your friendship. Mm. You know? Yeah. I, I think it goes to some common courtesies too, that, I think technology is a piece of it, but just as a whole, I mean, over the last several decades, we've really lost common courtesies, how to be polite, how to be respectful of, I mean, I I go to the gym and I realize there are some people that are just sort of inconsiderate individuals, Uh, whether they leave the chair super sweaty or whether they, on one of the machines, they leave it with like 300 pounds of weights on it. And it's like, okay, well, what if the next person after you can't even lift those weights to get it off the machine, you just ruined it for them. Or like on social media of how often do people pose a question and someone really puts a heartfelt answer into it. And then that person never even acknowledges their comment. doesn't mean you have to agree with it. It's just, you know, thank you for your response. I mean, it's just, we've, I think maybe we go back and a simple solution is we go back to etiquette classes. They used to have those social graces. It's time for them to return. Yeah. I had to take one of those in college. It was a lot of fun. Um, So uh, yeah, I think this holiday season, I am going to challenge myself. And and if you'd like to join me, I'd I'd love to, to learn about your experience. So please um, send us, you know, uh, an email or uh, engage with us on one of the social medias, the social medias. Um, but, but my two challenges are going to be very simple. One, it's going to be this technology challenge to not engage with my phone the first two hours of the day and the last two hours of the day. And I've actually bought, I'm, well, I'm going to buy as soon as we're done here, a seventh generation iPod off Electronic Bay. Let's actually it's Echo Bay is apparently what it means, but Echo Bay. Uh, eBay, uh, um, so that it has no Wi-Fi and just has music on it. So I can listen to music in the morning because I, I like to do that. Uh, but, um, and then the last two hours of the day as well, I'm just like going to put my phone away and just not touch it, you know? So, uh, and then the second thing I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to try to, uh, be more intentional with my relationships, uh, through the holidays. So my, my in-laws, um, cousins, uh, just people that I usually don't see throughout the year. I'm, I'm going to just 
you know, try to be more intentional with them and, you know, and friends and, and other people. And, you know, hopefully there will be one less lonely person out there. So. No, I, I think that's great. And, and you're actually going along with research that says that, you know, if you want to be more productive, you don't pick up your phone first thing in the morning. It can totally derail your productivity for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And in the evening, we know that when we look at our phones, especially at least an hour before bed, it can mess up our sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you are absolutely on to something there. You know, my goals are, are definitely I, I need to look at the phone less to be less responsive to it. Some of my happiest times are when I leave it in another room and I go for hours not looking at it and just totally disconnecting. And uh, and that's um, definitely a goal where during Thanksgiving, because like my family is going to be, my immediate family will be there with me. So, I mean, who else is really going to contact me on Thanksgiving day that I really need to speak with. Yeah. Um, So it's like phone's going to be in the purse and I'm going to be in another room and, and that's just how it's going to be. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely I think, yeah, really being more cognizant of what I'm saying and how I'm responding and making sure that I'm really being present Mm -hmm. that each and every moment to be present there, you never know when someone's not going to be there at the next, next Thanksgiving. Exactly. Uh, no, I think that's, that's exactly right. We don't really know, uh, you know, what the future is going to hold. All we have is today. So let's do the best we can with today. Uh, um, so right now, uh, my phone says my daily average is three hours and five minutes a day. That's my daily, uh, phone activity usage. It goes up if I'm in the office, obviously. Uh, so, um, so my goal is going to be to reduce that over the next two weeks. So we'll see what that looks like and we'll check back in or over the next two months. So we'll check back in in January and see where we are. Uh, but uh, if you are struggling with any type of loneliness uh, this holiday season, I know it can be very difficult and we'll talk more about that next week. Um, but um, so please come back, join us next week as we talk more about uh, struggling during the holidays and how gratitude and thankfulness can help you uh, during that dark time. Uh, so um, this is uh, Crazy Simple. Uh, I am your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I and, am Lori Van. And Lori made it, even though we have bad internet. Great. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a great, have a great weekend.